So yeah, so you know, we're here to talk about Santa Claus. And uh, you know what? I think he's real. You know, I'm, I once met him once. You know, he'll clown my sister. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Cats with Tin Hats, the only podcast where we talk about Pepsi more than the company itself. <laughs> We we also talk about movies about conspiracies. Welcome to the first episode of Alien Month, where we're going to talk about Alien. You're joined here with Oliver. Quiet. <laughs> and Tucker. Let me redo that. Quiet. How's she going? So, sorry. Uh, go on, Oliver. Sorry for Tucker for cutting you off. So today we're talking about the hit movie Alien, released in 1979, not 78. Uh, <laughs> sorry, what? <laughs> uh, directed by Ridley Scott, written by Dan O'Bannon, starring Sigourney Weaver, Tom Skerritt, and John Hurt. Also like to note that this film did win the Oscar for Best Visual Effects and nominated for Best Art Direction. And like always, before we go into the spoiler territory for this movie, which... You all probably should have seen it by now. Uh, general impressions, what do you think? And was this your first time watching it, or do you know how many times you've watched this movie? Uh, it was my first time watching it in full. Nice. And uh, it took me probably like five hours to watch it in total because <laughs> I was kind of falling asleep. Not because it was boring, it's because, again, like I told you guys, I woke up at three in the morning mm. and I was like, oh, I'm, aw- I, I'm awake, let's watch Alien. And then it's like, oh wait, it's a very quiet movie, and you know, without any good speakers, and and uh, I don't want to have it on my, you know, twenty on my TV, and then it going loud, and then waking up my landlords. So I was like, hey, let's not watch this right now. So then I watched it at like eight, fell back asleep, <laughs> woke up, and then finished it. Nice. So it was a good movie. It was a little slow for me. Fair. I thought right. It was a little like you know the first. Hour, you know, I get, I get it. Like they had to do everything. The first hour was slow, but when, you know, um, what's in that buddy who had the, got two guns. John Hurt. Yeah. Like w- when that happened, and then it got good. This for me, it took. Yeah, again, it was it. It, got, it went back and forth. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I don't know why I'm talking. It was fine. I thought it was good. Alien to scary, and uh, you know what? This proves that uh, males are stupider than females. That's why they all died. Other than fucking... Can't fucking argue with that. Other than no. fucking... Uh, I'm going to fuck up... Like, I'm not going to say her name because I always fuck it up. So. Sigourney Weaver? Yeah, Sigourney Weaver. Playing Ripley? <laughs> Give it a shot. What no. were you going to say? No, because I was going to say her... I was, was retiring. I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll let you use, his, use her character name. Like, oh, I don't need... It's Ripley. It's, it is Kate yeah. Rip, Ripley. I thought, like... Uh, I was going to say Rip Riley, but I mean, that's not right. Rip Riley. Yeah, that's actually a, a sick name, though. See, that's, that's, see, it's either a sick name or it's a porn star. How's it going? My name is Rip Riley. But yeah, so but yeah, so she she fucking is badass in it, though. Like, oh, yeah. You don't fuck with her. No. No. Um, what about you, Tucker? What are your thoughts about this movie? It was my first time watching it. And I, uh, I thought it was really good. Like, why it was a little slow, but I think... It kind of just, I think what the what the deal was is to get you more connected to the characters. So mm. when when all the shit started happening, you kind of felt more connected to them. That's what I was thinking of it, but I know what you mean. Where it got a little slow, and yeah. it's like, all right. But honestly, I I thought good thing it won the Oscar for art direction because I every time 
I was, uh, it was like a new surrounding. It was freaking wild. I have written in my notes, matte paintings in this movie are awesome. Mm. I'm a huge fan of matte paintings. I'm a huge fan of physical sets. And this movie is just a display of just wicked looking art all around this movie. If it's in sets, if it's in paintings, if it's in miniatures, or if it's just, you know, acting. Art all over this movie is amazing. That's, that's oh, yeah. what I think, yeah. Yeah. For me, I, I do love this movie. Um, the first time I watched this movie was like four years ago, and I watched it after I saw Prometheus. So oh, yeah. I kind of got the prequel, then saw this one. Uh, but one thing I did take away after watching this, this film did come out in 1979. Since then, a lot of other movies have stolen tropes from this movie. So everything that happens is going to feel... cliche. <clears throat> Only because everyone else is copying this format. And I think that does have to be taken into account, and I think that is why it feels a bit slow. Because, again, this was the first real sci-fi thriller. This is the first movie to do, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre in Outer Space. And I think that that does have to be uh, taken into account if you do, are watching this for the first time. Uh, if it's like rewatching, it's just a fun time. You know when the chest burst is going to happen, you know when certain beats going to hit out, and you just... Tune out, tune in, tune out, tune in. It's it's a great background movie as well as good like Saturday night staying in watching type deal. I was waiting for Jason X to show up. You did. You see him? No. He was the cat. <laughs> I hate that cat. Honestly, movie. well that cat killed everybody. Joe, Mr. Jones yeah. or whatever. So so now we're getting to the spoiler talk and just talk about the plot of this movie. Uh so is there any glaring things from this film that you want to talk about first, or should we just break it down beat by beat? Let's break it down beat by beat. All right. So we start off with the title crawl, and as we met, uh, talked about in Zodiac, where it was all pre-drawn, again, with Alien, you have another very unique title crawl, where it's Alien slowly being spelt out piece by piece. And I think that itself mirrors the pacing of this movie it's very slow very long drawn out and then you find because it's so the font is very unique you only realize it says alien before it's too late mm-hmm. same as this movie you only know what's going to hit you until it's too late i didn't even know it's spelled alien granted i was watching it through the morning so I'm <laughs> At first, it looked like Alice, and I'm like, "Why does it say Alice?" Well, because you know, Alien. That's the name. Oh. If you you know did the research, <laughs> we got a top researcher here. Why Philip Pelly? <laughs> when did this movie come out? <laughs> hey, you know what? I said 1978. That's what Disney. Plus I'm gonna said. check what Disney Plus says on my. I'm pretty sure. Again, I was watching at three thirty <laughs> in the morning. I think it came out in '63. Actually, but you know what, guys. I feel like that. <laughs> but yeah, no. It's okay. Did it say 99? It's a, it's a 79. 79? Yeah. You know what? Alice a 9 and an 8 look the same. Alice the Alien. True. Yeah. <laughs> it just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Burst onto the scene. Twice. That's a ba- Three times. What would happen, right? We're sitting here doing the pod. It's like... Wah! 
I would. What would you do? Leave. I'm sorry, you're dead. So, <laughs> so that's a big fuck you. <laughs> no, I would hope. I would hope the same way with me. If that alien were to burst out of my chest, I'd hope you all four would leave this apartment. A vector pops out of my chest. Oh, I'd, I'd just grab vector and I'd just fucking chuck him on the wall. I'd Imagine kill it. That. I wouldn't. Let, I, I'd kill him quick. Imagine this. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> well, well I'd call 911 first, but first I'd film it and post it on YouTube to get some viral clicks. That's true. Wow, so you're going to let your friend die. Speaking of YouTube, <laughs> hit that subscribe button and the notification bell down below. What is up? Anyway. So we get into the uh, the Nostromo. Mm-hmm. And the ship. <laughs> the ship. Oh. <laughs> which uh, is actually an Italian word. For spaceship. Close shipmate. Nostromo is uh, Italian for shipmate, and there was also a story, uh, storybook had multiple volumes about this uh, ship called Nostromo. I, co- I didn't go into it. It was like three hours before starting this recording. Uh, you can look it up if you want. It looked interesting. It's just about like some guys on the ship, stuff like that. So I'm guessing there might be something there, or it's a Simba from Lion King moment. They just named for shipmate. They took it. Deal like that. Uh, and then what happens? The music, the music at the beginning is actually mm. really awesome. The music in this movie is really good. It's freaking. It, it actually is pretty freaky. It's well done. Mm. But then we get to like the Steadicam is used. It's used a lot, or, or Dolly, whatever it is. There's mm. a lot of camera movement yeah. in this movie, and it and this is where like I have it written down where we are flying through the ship. Yeah, and it's like, and it happens a couple times in the exact same spot. Like it's happened, I think it's like three, two or three times in this movie where we are looking down the same corridors. We're just flying yeah. through the ship, like trying. It's almost like showing us the layout of the ship, almost. Yeah. Like, well, so we kind of can like yeah, get, get like a layout of the map of where they like, oh, like the aliens here. Oh, that's like there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that kind of thing. I thought that was really cool and. It's also the way it hides behind certain parts of the ship as well to feel like it is something mm-hmm. that's looking around. Because, again, with the music, it, it made me feel like, oh, is this trying to be the alien just, like, scoping out the layout as yeah. people are away and just trying to see what's behind here, what's behind here. Yeah. I I think it's so it's such a cool movie in the sense that the moving camera in certain parts of this movie makes you feel like you're in this movie. Like you're sitting there, and I think I don't know if that's a that was an artistic choice, or if it was even in their their minds when they were filming it. But it feels like it's almost uh, like you're you're one of the characters when you're watching yeah. like the three of them near the end: uh, Sigourney Weaver, Parker, and I think her name's Lambert in the movie. Uh, um, they're walking down the yeah, hall, Lambert. and like they're the last three left and you're and you're watching the three of them walk and it's like whoa it's kind of cool it's it almost feels like you're in the ship and it starts right at that moment for me i think it's worth noting uh when casting this movie ridley scott did look for people he would not have to do as much work with he was very clear on getting actors in who knew their shit right off the bat and the sole purpose of that is so we didn't have to spend as much time with them so we could focus more on how this film would look the shots how they would visually work which i thought was really interesting didn't really think about casting movies like cool. do you want to work with these people or do you want to work with how this movie will look mm-hmm. and i guess directing that's also something that you have to really pay attention to as well 
Yeah, for sure. It totally makes sense, too. Like, it, it, because you look at this movie, and, like, for you guys who have seen it, or, or if you're going to go watch it, like, I found myself paying more attention to the sets. Mm. Like, to the map paintings, to... There's a, there is a set at the beginning of this movie where, um, his name's Tom Skerritt, right? Yeah. Uh, I, um, he walks in, he looks like Chris Christopherson in this movie, but he walks in and he sits down and the set is, he's in like talking to the mother and it's like all lights. Around oh yeah. It's, yeah. it's just like a cool set that I'm like, Yeah, pretty dope. Like, I know I, I get it. I'm, I'm not the, I'm not the biggest fan of CGI, but... I get it. It helps. It helps artists um, form their ideas, and I think it's an awesome tool. It's wicked, and the people who use it are talented. But I still love a practical set like this. Yeah. Like there's just something about it, and I, and by no means am I am I you know crapping on CGI because I think it it'll always have its place, and mm. and the people who use it are, are talented, and it, it you you do have to do hard work yeah. with it. But I think just for me, I, I love the look of a of an actual set that's been built. Yeah, I'd just like to point out with the set, uh, there are essentially two designing teams. One was like led by Ridley Scott doing all the spaceships and stuff like that. The other guy, uh, H.R. Giger, I think he pronounced his last name. He's an art director that the writer, um, uh, what's it? Yeah, Dano, Dano Bannon met whilst working with Alejandro Jodorowsky working on his movie Dune. And he was looking at all his artwork, and it was his series called the Necronomicon, his version of the Book of the Dead. And all of that art, art style is like a hair or two difference between that and Alien. Really? Like the original Alien design is pretty much in his OG looks from like the start of the 70s. Holy, okay. When you look into all his artwork. So it's pretty much cut, place into this. That's pretty cool. Uh, I, was, I was actually watching a movie with. Uh with our in-studio audience member here last night. Give it up for Griffin Myers. I was watching a movie with him. It's uh, it's called uh, Nightbreed. And <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, give it up for Nightbreed. Never it actually, it. it's a movie that takes place in Edmonton. And oh, let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's a... It, boo. <laughs> <laughs> no, it takes place in Edmonton and... They talk about Calgary. There's Canadian flags all over the place, but that's the one thing that I realize. Yeah. It's like I love the look of the old stuff. Like yeah. I, I don't know what it is. If it's if it's I don't I don't know what it is about CGI and what it is about practical stuff. I think for me the practical stuff I I just know it's real yeah. maybe. Whereas the CGI maybe you can sense it's not. Yeah, I yeah. I, I think it's. When we saw, like, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in 70mm, uh, I think it kind of goes to that, because all of that film was practical, and when it's shown on film, you can tell it looks practical. But when you go watch a film like Joker or Tenet on 70mm, yeah. you the special effects are clear as day. Like, you can see them because it's not shot on film, it's not real. And I think that does go, if you're watching film in its original format, it does really show a difference between how the two do affect a movie. Yeah, that's true because it's like, I think I think I'm a sucker for the old format. I always have, like I always have been, just older movies in general and then when you throw the practical effects in there, there's just something about it. Yeah. It's something, like a little heartwarming something in there where it's like 
you know what? Some guy literally worked his ass off for fucking five hours to create this, to do this. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and it's and it's smart shit where it's like, you know what? I'm going to put like fishing line on this and I'm going to pull it, but it's going to look like this when I attach it to this. And it's like, holy shit. Like, how did you even think about that? You know what I mean? But, right. you know. For the long run, it's also quite a lot cheaper than VFX mm-hmm. for the most part, uh, depending if you're like what your contracts are doing and stuff like that. But I guess VFX saves time for in-house projects and stuff like that. You don't have to worry about the build time and how many shots are you going to get to get this effect to go off right. That's true. Did anybody notice how many darts they were hacking in this spaceship? Oh, yeah, that was a lot, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, it is 79, dude. Just Harry Dean Stanton lighting up a freaking pack of cigarettes every three seconds in this movie. It is amazing. He was smoking like a chimney. All of them. It was insane. That's how they only got him. They could <laughs> smell the smoke. And they're like... Yeah. Smelling the fingertips. Yeah. Like, you smoked that, didn't you? And that's why they even <laughs> killed them all. You smoked last yeah. night. I can smell it on your fingers. Because this movie actually wasn't about aliens. It was about the harmful effects of smoking. Yeah. And the alien was cancer. Biggest didn't know that. No, it's a... Alice the Cancer yeah, Alice, Alien. Alice the Cancer Alien. So, you know, only attacked the ones who were heavy smokers. Or who were associated in a close proximity with heavy smokers. You know what, dude? That is a film theory right there. That is a conspiracy theory, ladies and gentlemen. We will be diving. <laughs> That's actually a film theory, though. Hey, well, if you it don't... Is. We'll email MatPat on you from YouTube and he can... We can do it together. I think you can Collab. do... Easily write a university university essay of that being your thesis. Nice. Like, easily. Think about it. So we're on the ship, and we find them in their pods. Very Kubrick. Yeah. It's very, like, 2001 A Space Odyssey. I haven't seen it. Neither have I. Okay. I've just, I've just seen it. Like, I've been watching a couple of YouTube videos. I'm really interested in, like, Kubrick films. Mm. From what I've seen, man, like, it... There's little pieces of it where I'm like, that looks like a Kubrick set. Yeah. Like, even looking at some of his stuff, like, I I wrote it down. The mise-en-scenes in this movie is absolutely insane. Like, it's just everything's thought of. Like, we were talking about framing, makeup, all that stuff. But, yeah, we're, yeah, we wake up here. I don't, I don't know. We yeah, wake up, and it's just average day. They all go to work. Because it's, it's basically they're all truckers. Yeah, right. That's what. Yeah, they were. They weren't like marines or anything. No, it's just like, a cargo ship. Yeah, cargo. Right. Yeah, they're delivery drivers. Yeah, just going back home. They're woken up early because they found a distress signal. Wouldn't that suck? Like you're having a nice cryo chamber sleep and then just oh, fucking damn it, Jerry. <laughs> I mean, especially if you're ten months out. Yeah, right. It's like, come on, ten months. Okay. Also, like, I'm gonna go off topic here for two seconds. All right. it's, it's, it's about sleeping now. So I just like. And I don't care how stupid it sounds. I like just recently found out when bears hibernate. Like I thought they were like I thought they went to bed for like it was like six, seven months. Like they got fat and they went to a cave and slept. No, they don't. They can awake and awake and just. I thought they just slumbered for six months. I thought the same thing too. We were talking about this yeah. earlier. Yeah. You guys, tell us in the comments. Did you think that too? When bears hibernate, they I, we thought that they slept for six months. Yeah. In the wintertime. I don't give a shit how dumb that sounds. 
But you know what? I thought so. I thought they got nice and fat, and they found a cave, and they just slumbered. Like, you know, and then the bears that, like, you know, were that woke up during the wintertime, I always thought those were the angry bears. Guys, wintertime show. So, back to Alien. Uh, we'll give it... Yeah, we've got a minute left of this factory. So, back to the Alien. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, their cargo... What were they even delivering? I forgot. Did it say? 20 million tons of mineral ore was what they were... That what they were I think oh. it was 20 million tons of mineral ore that they um, were bringing back with them. Yeah, oh, okay. there's seven people that that alien tears through. Well, six. Well, six. Well, five. Count the cat. Well, then there'd be eight. Because some people, eight. Yeah, well, you know, some people think cats are like humans. Like how people think dogs are humans. Like, oh my god, my cat. My cat's vegan. Sorry. Off topic. Does anybody know when this is set? Is it 2037? Yeah, I think it was... I think that's the date they went for. Okay. That's what I... Because I was thinking... 2020. The Aliens COVID. Honestly. Could be. Tell me should I'm wrong. Should have quarantined, dude. Tell me yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah, should have quarantined. And she said, remember she was yeah. saying, I'm not bringing him in. Yeah. So yeah. that's the beacon. The SOS beacon. And this... Oh my God. Talk about an awesome looking shot. When they come out and it's that horseshoe, that horseshoe uh, ship mm. there. Oh my god, that looked awesome! Yeah, I fucking love that. That's the first bit of uh, Giga's designs that we see. Is that ship so awesome? And I guess at this point we can talk about how much sex is in this movie. Sex. What movie were you watching? Every single piece of the designs for the alien world is either a penis or a vagina. Oh. Really? Yeah. It's very phallic and... Um, and, I'm not, and I'm not pulling this out of my ass. This is straight from the designer, from what he said. Because... He's designing it off of hammers and wangs and... Well, hammers and wangs, same thing. Yeah. Like, you know... Tacos and and uh, tacos and bananas. hot dogs. Yeah, tacos and bananas. It it's very sexual with the um, imagery because uh, the birth of this creature comes when John Hurt's walking down that peculiarly designed hallway, which is very silky, slippery, it's meant to be a vagina. He's walking into because it's all filled with eggs. This is wild. I did not notice this. I, I'm hearing this first. Like, I, I kind of thought the alien's head looks a bit like a penis. <laughs> but until looking into it, no, all these designs... Well, we it's... all know the alien's a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all these designs are based off penises, vaginas, and stuff like that. So, Dude, I didn't notice that. That yeah. is fucking wild. Even the facehugger, the very... Because I showed you a picture oh, yeah. of the very first design. It's essentially a vagina with a tail with claws. long claw-like fingers coming around. Oh, you got the you got the pictures pulled up. Too, yeah, dude. I got some of the so designs. So you can see right That's here. Fucking wild! I never. Yeah, you can see right here the dick. <laughs> oh, are you showing the the one like the picture you showed? I'm me? trying to find that specific this one. This is totally wild, man. I never even noticed that, but now you say it. But it totally makes even. Sense. Even the um, when the alien bursts out of John Hurt's chest, that's a dick. That's straight up a dick. My dick doesn't look like that. <laughs> Fuck, I need to get checked. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. 
Hey, dude. <laughs> yeah, that looks familiar. <laughs> You're with your boys? You're with your boys? The guy's like, yeah, that looks familiar. You're like, what the fuck did he just say? Like, your dick looks like a chestburster, dude? Like, this thing, I, like, the color for sure is fucking dick color. Alien? What was this, like, pasty white, pasty, yeah. milky yeah. white? That was a dick. That, 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 I could see the, not a dick. I could, that was the skin color of a white cock. <laughs> Come on down to the podcast after dark. Oh, my God. So, and, it's like, and it's a stupid question here. Mm-hmm. So that alien that popped out of his chest, mm-hmm. that was the same alien throughout the movie, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Fuck, I grew up quick. Because yeah. you see um, his skin shed. Yeah, when, the, yeah, when he pulled under the. Yeah, when. Okay, yeah, I, I figured I didn't want pink. I, yeah. I didn't want to be that that guy. I'm like, oh, you know, with their two aliens, was that the you know sun and was that the you know? Okay. Oh, it's shit. a dainty that's hand with a dick coming out, but this that's a vagina. Yeah, that's one straight up. Yeah, there's no there's no doubt. This is the design that a uh, Geiger originally drew before Alien was even in production. This was the cover of the book of Necronomicon. And it's like, if that doesn't scream... The same. The exact same that was in the final footage. Yeah. Or the final design. Honestly. No, like, I never even noticed that at all. Like, that's fucking wild. But, like, it makes sense now that you say it, because even the eggs. Yeah. I, I, I watched that scene, and right there... For those of you who don't know me, I have a fucking deep fear of deep water. I don't like the ocean that much. I go swimming in the beaches. Fucking hate the ocean. I, I beach fucking and ocean hate it. Thing. Hmm? Isn't that the same thing? Beach and ocean? Usually? Yeah. That's what I mean. I go to the beach, but I don't fucking like the ocean. Oh, it's the only water. Yeah. Yeah. I go to the beach, right? I'm still going in the ocean, but... Fuck it. But you're not going like far in. I hate that shit, dude. But you gotta that do. Terrifies. You gotta me. go far in because you go only like two, like you go like only three feet in the ocean. You're only on rocks. You could slip and hurt yourself. Mm. Yeah, you gotta go out a little bit. You gotta go, get, you gotta get, go swimming. Like yeah. where we were that one summer. Kilometers. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. That. See, here's the problem, guys. See Loch Ness. Whoa. These guys. Or the Ogopogo. Yeah, Ogopogo. Okay. Be friends with him. Give him a high five. I thought Dorfin. Finn, high five. Dorfin? I don't know. Dol- whatever that's called. <laughs> what are them dolphins? <laughs> <laughs> David Dolphin. No, what are they called? The, the dor- the, isn't it? Dorsal? Dorsal Finn. Not Dorfin Finn. Dorsal. See? I, here's the problem, right? I, I am terrified of any deep sea creature I don't know. You know what I mean? Well, fair enough. Like, that freaks me out, dude. You can't see anything. You're like here. You're swimming. You're like ha 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 ha. Ah, fun with friends. <laughs> What's gonna eat you? Done. <laughs> Why? What though? You don't know, man. Uh? Fucking see this space. See, same vibes. Don't know what's in there. Don't know Skate. what can happen. I that space. is the same vibe. I am telling you, if you agree with me, hit that like button. Throw it in the comments section. Space and the deep sea. Has the exact same vibes. Dude, you're driving a boat in the middle of the fucking ocean. It's like the same as this ship. The what's it called? The the Nostromo? Whatever the fuck Nostromo. it is. Nostromo. They're flying in. Sounds like no homo. That's yeah. all I remembered. <laughs> the Nostromo is literally the same as you sitting on like a cargo ship. 
Yeah, so that's exactly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because you're in the middle of nowhere, yeah. you can't see anybody, you can't talk yeah. to anybody. You pretty much got to hope to God that you're going to get there. Uh, At we, least if you jump out of the cargo ship, you can still breathe. Yeah, it's true. And like, but you know, like you can see like pretty vast around you yeah. the cargo ship because the water. It's yeah. not like all foggy all the time. What the fuck are you talking about? In the ocean. Yeah. There are times where the waves aren't, you know. I'm not worried about the waves. I know what you're saying. Like, you can't see. You can't see the water. Oh, I thought, I don't know why. I thought you were going with, like, other ships. And, like, what's, like, out there? Okay, yeah. No, I got it now. I am so far out there. Okay. Honestly, I was with you, Wyatt. I was thinking the same as you. I didn't know. Like, I, I thought you were going, like, see, when I, when I think, like, you can't see what's around you, I think, like, you know, peripheral, not downwards. So, here, I'll rephrase. You are going through space. As fast as light years, alone, in a ship carrying 20 million tons of mineral ore. That is the same as carrying oil across the world on the ocean because you, it's it feels like the same vibe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't know what's down there. You don't know what's around you in space. Yeah. And also, there's nobody around you at all. Yeah. So it's not like, hey, Wyatt... Hey, what's going on, man? Listen, can you help me out? I fucking found some weird shit over here. No, it's, hey, I found some fucking weird shit over here. I got to deal with it or die. Two choices. Oh, hey, by the way, can I get some help out here? Thanks, boys. They're like, oh, yeah, you know what? We'll be out there in 25 years. All right, peace. Fair enough. Fair enough. And then fucking the Megalodon comes out. Hey, fair enough, man. Isn't the tagline for Alien something like, in space, no one can hear you scream? I think so. Yeah. In the water. No one can hear you scream. You can't scream in the water. Yeah, you can. Sure you can. It just comes out like a mumble. No. I can go water scream. You sound like a fucking Muppet, but... No, don't Do you, do you don't think what I'm saying, head. though? Like, does it make sense? Yeah, it do makes sense. You sound like an idiot. It makes sense. No, I got it. That's where you're coming from. Well. You're just sound like a bad kid. <laughs> <laughs> or are you telling me, right? This is, this, is, this is a deep problem I have with this movie. Have you seen these before? Aliens? Everybody's walking around like they've seen them. Fucking Chris Christopherson and his buddy are in there. Oh yeah, let's just cut this bitch up. Yeah, if I know. That's what well, scientists do. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's so it's so much like Don't fuck with it. Don't touch but, it. Yeah. It's a, it's enough that I'm like How do you learn? You don't. But you, you say fuck it. <laughs> you say fuck it, dude. I'm on the shuttle already. As soon as that guy's got a face hugger on, I'm like, all right, peace. See you guys when we get back. All right, I'm out. Like, if I'm being honest, if I was wearing a space suit, which is very similar to a hazmat suit, and I saw a bunch of just, like, plant-looking things on a distant planet, I'd be like, oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm talking about when they get back. They're wearing oh, yeah. clear masks and like, like normal doctor, surgical, like surgical. Yeah. scraps. Yeah, nothing not- on the face, just the mask. And they're just wearing underwear underneath the scrub. It's just underwear. And it's like, that's a thing we don't know. Yeah. Right? No, fair enough. But that's a little bit, for me, I'm like. And then one incision, acid, right away. Okay, you, but you wouldn't know, right? So you got a test. Yeah. Science. It's better to know than not know. Than to not know. Right? See, and this is how, you know. But I would, I would, or. Sh- shit happens. I would also argue you got the lives of six other people you have to take care of. You got an unknown entity coming in. Yeah, exactly. So know. what should have happened? Twenty-four hour quarantine, like they said in the movie. Yeah. 
and none of this shit would have happened. Yeah. But who did it? But the fucking Ash Ketchum trying to catch Bill Baggins. Bill Bo Baggins. He dies. And he he well. <laughs> he, his circuits get fried. Yeah. Yeah. He gets turned off. See, yeah. here's I think here's the problem with me. I can't handle birds. I can't handle fucking reptilians of Re- any kind. Respect their fuck reptilians. What the fuck am I doing cutting a hand in space? Right? But that's so fucking far for me. Yeah, no, fair enough. I am. <laughs> hey, how's it going? By the way, I found this fucking snake in the backyard. You want to cut it up? No. <laughs> okay. See, that's different. Hold though. off. That's different. It's a little serial killer, right? There. Yeah, that's You're that, like, that's a little that's a little fucking Jeffrey Downer, you know, Ted Bundy ish. Back to alien. the, or yeah, back to the original alien. So take it away. Have fun. All right, see ya. So, kind of to tie in your fear of the ocean, your fear of snakes, everything like that. One thing that is interesting is the pop culture view on aliens. Because have you realized that every single depiction of an alien is reptilian? Um, not Paul. Paul's reptilian. The eyes. Yeah. The eyes and the slivery skin. That's a little racist. <laughs> hey, Vector. Quiet time. Fuck you, Vector. <laughs> but the main main reason why. I nope, not every alien. Scooby Doo, Alien Invaders. Those are definitely yeah. reptiles. No. Do you, do you, have I, you seen them? No, it looks like a chicken or dog. Hmm? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Have you seen them? Have you seen made out of water? <laughs> yeah, they're reptilians. They're more like fish. Like, okay, like that looks like yeah, that looks like a reptilian, but this doesn't. That's it's actually kind of cool. Which you know, like, like this doesn't look like a reptilian. That looks like a that looks like a, like a jellyfish. Yeah. So I'm kind of half right. So so, <laughs> so so for the most part, <clears throat> the most part, what the reason why uh, most aliens look like reptiles is because, well, in the wild, an ape's natural predator is reptilian. Really? So th- look, uh, th- so looking at an evolutionary standpoint, humans' natural predator would be. Reptilian aliens. That's so that's where that design has come from. And that's right. Uh, Jones thinks reptiles are among us. Yeah, that's why we have the whole conspiracy theory about lizard people and stuff like that. Is again, the predator for humans would be some reptilian, reptilian-looking creature because that is unnatural predator. See, that's why I'm afraid of snakes. It's just like a yeah, hey. and, primal instinct. And again, in alien, same reptilian design. Yeah. Half snake, half penis head. Very scaly looking, sheds its skin. Yeah. She has a lot of common tropes with it. That makes total sense now that you say it. Oh man. It's kind of freaky, bro. Like, you think about it. You think about it, right? Mm -hmm. When you you realize that we are in the universe with. The vast universe with a thousand, million, bajillion, kajillion, infinity, ever-expanding stars. Yeah. That's kind of fucking terrifying, is it not? That's what I mean by, like, science. We want to know everything, but the problem is some shit we just will never know. We just will never grasp. Yeah. 
Like, what do they say? You can't even grasp, like, uh, what do they say? You can't grasp 100 people? Yeah. Or something like that? Well, the e- even the theory of infinity, humans can't grasp. Nope. Because in life, everything has a natural end. Whenever we talk about stuff like religion or something like that, Ragnarok had an end, even though they're supposed to be immortal gods. Uh, the Christian Bible has an end. Everything needs to an end. There, we can't comprehend the idea of infinity because, again, everything in life ends. Have you heard they just came out that they know the way to bend time? The CIA just came out. It was a Vice article. So it's Vice article. It's not. I don't know who yeah. they, to know about, but apparently it's certain frequencies to align the left and right parts of your brain. Have you heard that? There's an article on it. I, I guess. It makes sense if we Is it talking legit time warping or is it perception of time? I don't know for sure. Because if we talk about perception of time, that 100% makes sense because we do have times where, like, exams, they drag, movies, time speeds up. It's, yeah. it's very. The passage of time is very subjective depending on which mood you are in. And that I could easily see that being one of the cases well i was looking in nikola tesla and a lot of his beliefs and it's it's he they believe that the universe is like uh frequencies Mm. you're 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 gliding the universe is one set frequency Mm. and i think tesla said if the weird thing that you need to look into is three six nine that's what he said and i forget what it is man and it's a lot of fucking tiktoks on it it's a lot of fucking whatevers so who the fuck knows who knows? But Nikola Tesla. I don't know, man. He mm. apparently found. Speaking of aliens, apparently he had caught radio broadcasts from a alien spaceship that they got pictures of in the thirties. Really? Something like that. Yeah. The, the picture of like this thing in the sky above Earth. They took a picture of it. It's orbiting around still. They don't know what it is. If it's a an ancient mm. spaceship or fucking, they don't know. But anyway, let's carry on. So yeah. Before we leave the topic of time travel, I did have a thought. I'm just going to say it, end it here because it's been on my mind. The only date that people could travel in time to without leaving an impact would be the Egyptian, Greek, and Roman period. Or the ancient Greek. Because when uh, the Roman Empire fell, so did every single document they had except for ones featuring uh, reference to a single god. So if people were to time travel, that'd be the prime spot because there'd be no record of it. Anyway, back to Alien. <laughs> I'd say we quickly rush through this and we talk about the whole are there other creatures out there? Yeah, yeah. for sure. So we got to the chest bursting, the whole look of the aliens itself. Um, There's like a tension to detail in that part when the when actually like so back to the face over there's little details about like the breath out of the helmets hmm. and there's like that big ass skeleton there remember that yeah and it's like zooms into the eyes and you're waiting for its eyes to open and then it snap cuts to ripley's eyes opening i just wanted to say that that was a fucking wild hmm. shot but anyway back to the chest burster uh a fun fact about that scene very common fact you probably already know at home they didn't warn the cast what exactly was going to happen. They gave the cast a quick walkthrough, but they never did the full test of the chest bursting with the cast around because they wanted genuine reactions when it came through. 
Also, another fun fact. Uh, the first time they tried to get the alien to pop out through the chest, they fucked up. Because uh, material on John Hurt's t-shirt was too thick and it couldn't break through. So they had to keep testing out, weakening the shirt before they could get a full pump through the alien. Really? Yeah, uh, there's some video here. If, if I have time to edit in the video, I'll post it up here. But you can see just the uh, alien head going, and then stopping the coming back down and it can't really punch through. Cool. Talk about sexual imagery in this film. <laughs> <laughs> just can't punch through. <laughs> It's uh, it's insane. When we get into the the autopsy and they say it has acid for blood, mm. all I could think of is just like the most wild dude. Like, yo, what's yeah. up? Party. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I'm an alien. <laughs> I'm an alien, dude. I got fucking blow. Sorry, and I drew a little doodle of, of, <laughs> of, of a guy going. Wow. I like the doodle. Thank you. I worked. I worked hard. Warren Wilson. Wow. Wow. Oh, but God, no masks or anything. And then as soon as they put him into whatever they have him in, they just take the masks off. Yeah. Yeah, you can take your mask off now. It's, it's thirty-two. Good. It's two thousand thirty-two or thirty-one. I get yeah thirty-seven. Or thirty-seven. Sorry, I was wrong again. Don't do my. I don't do my homework, folks. <laughs> I'm just a pretty face. Whoa, he's the bad boy. Yeah, you know. He's a bad guy. And that's enough because we don't want to get a copyright. (laughs) True. Mm -hmm. And pretty much, like, after that, I guess the part that what I really was impressed with was the chestburster part. Is it cuts to them. So, like, the chest burster pops out, and I think of it as, like, trying to re-pierce your own ear. Like, it, it, like that is excruciating, my little mm. fucking alien popping out of your chest. But, anyway, chest burster pops out, kills them, and then you hear them, they're like, it's wild. You go back to that shot that I was talking about at the beginning where you're you're going around, and you can hear them. But you can't like, but you can't see them. Mm. Oh, it's yeah. really, it's just such a really cool shot. It's, you're just hearing the voices, and you, and it makes you like how big the ship is, yeah. like just how big it is that you can hear it, and like it almost feels when they like so when it pops out and it runs, you can hear their voices, and you can hear how big it is, and it just makes it feel hopeless that they're going to find this thing. It just, like right there it just feels hopeless that they would ever find it and then fucking our buddy there what's his name buddy with the chest burst just gets yeeted oh, yeah. into space just gets fucking chucked. only way to bury him <laughs> just don't fucking... know what else is in the body alright I hope I'm the air duck <laughs> <laughs> see you later bud smell ya sucks to suck and I say from that point on that's when the horror movie starts Honestly, yes. Sorry. Watching, uh, looked up stats for a hawk again. Oh, okay. Got destroyed by Toronto again. Damn. 6-1. Let's go. Wow, really? Yeah, we fucking suck. Third game in a row. Dude, we lost. But we scored this time, so that's good. (laughs) One. 
Hey, it's alright. It's alright. I completely ruined you guys'. So, the the one thing that I really noticed with this movie is the beginning is an ensemble movie. Yeah. Like it really is an ensemble movie. It's not. It's not a. You you're not following Sigourney Weaver through this no, movie. No one. No one takes a focus. No. It, it's very much shared. Yeah. Screen true. time with it. Yeah. I mean, like it's amazing, and then when we get to, you know. Um, it's more of an ensemble but I notice it when they're walking through and like the lighting in this movie is is completely weird and it goes for sound too with this movie that Mm. I've noticed the less you show they didn't light a lot of it but the light they did use was wild like when they're looking for the for it they have like this light it's a perfect shot where they're on the inside and you can see this light beam inside of the mm. room and then it opens and it's like just a pool of light coming in and it and then like Sigourney and I think it's I forget who else is with her but they're they're in and they're walking in and it's just like a big beam of light coming in and then it's dark like the I think it's really really cool how it was like the lights are enough to see the face, but you can't see a lot in the background. Yeah. And it's even with the sound, too, how we were saying it's a quiet movie. Yeah. It's almost like... I like the fact that it's quiet because the silence speaks so so much. It's The silence in this movie is deafening. Like, yeah. It, it's terrifying. Also, one thing with the sound design as well, when the alien isn't shown and it's... Because whenever the alien is shown, that's when the score picks up. Mm-hmm. But whenever the alien isn't there, the score is a heartbeat. Yeah. That's just constantly going. Chest bursting scene, no music, just heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Anything ramping up is always heartbeat. Constantly going through. Which is kind of a cheat code to get everyone else's adrenaline racing. Mm-hmm. And I guess this is where everybody gets picked off one by one. Yeah. Starting with... Um, yeah, Brett first, because he goes to find the fucking cat. I'm gonna say his dude shirt was fucking fire. Honestly, and oh, yeah. that, his whole fit was kind of nasty. Right. He was a fucking like, like I don't know about you guys, but like he was a sweaty man. Like his face was shiny. Well, fucking Harry Dean Stanton. But you know what's right though? Yeah, fucking gets killed because the cat and the guy was just staring like, like, like yes, die. Yeah, didn't do anything about it. I said stellar cat acting. Oh, was you know what, though? Low key, when we walked, we started walking backwards. Like, you know what, man? Like, even someone was, like, holding the cat and making him walk backwards, still fucking. Had the look. Yeah. Good job, cats. Good job, fucking Jonesy the cat. You know what? There should be a little piece in the Oscars, right? Like, best. Best, best cat. Like, best animal. Best animal yeah. actor. Yeah, and then it, that cat would have won that year because I don't know if there was any other animal movies. Or movie that was in it, 79. When did Babe come out? Like, I think 90. Uh, maybe late 80s. Hmm. I think watch well, be 70 fucking 9, but. <laughs> I'm gonna say Babe came out like 91. 95. N- 92. Hey, I was close! 1995. No, I was close. Well, let's go. For the boys. How do you spell Charlotte? <laughs> Shark. What else? Beethoven? 
That was the 90s too, I think. Yeah, so then second death is uh, Tom Skerritt in Dallas mm-hmm. when he goes to yeah. try and uh, find the scene and kill it 101. Mm-hmm. Stupidest decision in but this movie. But also ballsiest. Yeah, ballsiest. But part of me also thinks is he just wants out. Yeah, that's how it... Fair enough, you know, I had to get up. Like two birds, one stone. If I kill it, I'm a hero. If I'm dead, don't have to deal with it. Question. We were talking about a lot of the sexual innuendos in these movies. In this movie. The doors that they're going through close like this. Is that a butthole? I wouldn't be surprised. Is that a butthole? I, I, I think it's just a space door. I didn't think of anything sexual. I, I would say just because that was Neither did I until I, it came to me. I would say because uh, that wasn't designed by Giga, I, I would say probably not. But it's honestly, it's open for it. I'm throwing it out there. Hey, and then honestly, throw it out because you might, you might be right. Hey. Who knows, right? Honestly. Yeah. The third person to die is... Uh, Ash. Yes. Ian Holm. After he does the weirdest choke gag to Sigourney Weaver by rolling up a newspaper and trying to hammer in even though you can clearly see it's not in her mouth. <laughs> it was the weirdest part of this movie. The weirdest part. I was like... What the fuck yeah. is coming out of his mouth? Like, What the fuck is coming out of his mouth and what the fuck is he doing with the newspaper? Or the fucking magazine? It's the weirdest part for me. Fair enough. I don't get it. Hey, you know what? I don't think anyone was supposed to get it. Because if you do roll up a newspaper, put it in the mouth, hammer it down, you can kill him because that can damage your septum. But at least show it in the mouth. Yeah. Would be my thing. I get get health and safety. But if Tarantino can almost kill Uma Thurman, I mean... I couldn't. Believe, I thought. I thought he. There was something up with him. Like he had like mm. a, a like some sort of alien in him, and he was gonna like puke down it, and she was gonna get alien shit. I didn't know. But turned out to be a robot. Yeah. Turned out the prime directive was to uh, take alien life back home at all costs for research. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah, and then we have the uh, the last two deaths. Of this film, uh, Lambert and Parker. See, here's the thing. There's a lot of fucking trust thrown around this this little part of the movie. Parker and Lambert just walk off, and Sigourney Weaver's standing there like, Hey, guess what, guys? Don't worry about it. I'll set up the shuttle. Hey, I won't fly out of this place. You know what? Say fuck it. You guys are done. Trust me. Yeah. They just walk off. Well, to be fair, she could have been doing that until she heard the cat. Fucking cat, dude. Actually, the cat's the hero, right? Tries to help out the other people, but... At the end. The fucking cat. First, the cat's like... A dick. Yeah, like, hey, I'm gonna kill you both. (laughs) (laughs) Don't think that's what the cat did, but... It's a dramatic effect, let's say it did. Fair enough, dude. And then it ends. Part two. That's what I've seen, I think, more than... I think I've seen Alien, the second one. Yeah, I haven't seen Aliens yet. But that's more of, like, an action movie. From yeah, that's more of, like, um, away from it being a horror. Like, yeah. you know, where's the alien at? I remember fucking the mech suit. And, oh, yeah, let's go. Yeah, because uh, 
I've got some notes about the making of this movie. Because uh, one of the... Uh, where is it? Yeah, Ridley Scott's... Um, what he really wanted to make was Texas Chainsaw Massacre in Outer Space. All of the, his producers that would show him different sci-fi movies and stuff like that. I was like, not interested. I want to make Texas Chainsaw. That's all he wanted. Mm-hmm. And, and I think he did succeed. Yeah, you know what? He did a pretty good job. <laughs> you did Honestly, you know what? He did phenomenal. He did a, uh, it was a fucking... Yeah. Almost the same. I can see why it's people's favorite movie. Like, yeah. I can yeah. totally see why, you know... People sink thousands of dollars into statues for the of this. Like I was watching a YouTube video. A guy spent like fucking. It had it had to be a cool fifty thousand dollars mm. on just statues from this movie. I'd honestly love a xenomorph statue. Yeah, they are the coolest monsters. Yeah, honestly, like creature. Whatever you want to call they them. look pretty cool. Like they're, I, I'm pretty sure that they're the one of they're the coolest version of an alien I've seen. Yeah, yeah. I think unless I'm forgetting aliens but I mean they're 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 up there if not the I top. think they're the ones I can't yeah. think of any other one like I mean what's it's a famous look for the alien I mean the only thing that really beats it is the gray like the mm. low fucking gray dude yeah that's yeah right. that's the only one that would probably beat it in my eyes unless I'm missing something I don't know I don't know many alien movies other than alien or ET E.T.'s probably... Yeah, E.T.'s up there. E.T.'s with it. Yeah. For sure. I still think Predator wins. I mean, not Predator. Alien wins because of how terrifying it looks. I think they're in the same league. I think they're in the same league. Because if you talk about aliens, they're both probably brought up. For sure. You know what I mean? You think, but then you're like, oh... E.T. Right. You know, like, mm. oh, E.T., yeah, he's a cool right. dude. And then it's like, Xenomorph's like, yo, fuck that asshole. Yeah, the thing, like, I think Xenomorph, I think E.T. is more for, like, the wholesome people. Yeah. Well, the Xenomorphs are for, like, the sci-fi pants. Yeah. Like, yeah. Very, like, sci-fi-ish mm-hmm. guys who like Star Wars and Star Trek and stuff like that. Kind of guys yeah. who want that. And then E.T. is for, like, the people who are like, yeah, like, aliens are cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, more fun facts about this. Um... This was Dan O'Bannon's second time writing an alien movie after his student film, which then turned into a feature release, Dark Star, that he made with John Carpenter. After that came out, it wasn't a big hit because it was a comedy, similar kind of plot, but it was was just, like, there for laughs. But he really wanted to make something terrifying, something scary, so that's when he started working on this. Met up with a producer, and then who actually came to talk to him because he liked his work. And at the same time as working on the concept for Alien, they were working on the concept for Total Recall. Even though Total Recall came out 11 years after Alien did. But I think they were just waiting for the technology to catch up for what yeah. they wanted to yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, but just before uh, they started fully working on Alien, uh, Dan O'Bannon was working on Alejandro Jodorowsky's Dune, which then failed miserably never got off the ground uh if you he did make a whole documentary about it if you want to go check it out i recommend it it's a really interesting watch and after that came back to the u.s was essentially homeless sleeping on this guy's couch whilst they were just working on the film and then uh fox picked it up didn't know quite what to do with it they weren't the biggest fans of it then star wars came out Oh yeah, and they wanted to ride that. 
train. Yeah, they wanted to ride that train. As soon as that came out, that changed the game. It was like, okay, we're fast-tracking this. Do everything you want. Then some shady shit happened on Fox's side because they got guys in to rewrite the entire script. Oh, shit. And what they did was... Um, there was a lot of changes they made, which they were fine with, because it... I think the the major thing that stayed was the chest bursting and stuff like that. the The start of the f- the first like twenty seven pages of the film were exactly the same to the okay. first concept of the film. Uh, but they changed all the characters' names, and with that, they thought that was right enough to then say that they were the writers of wow. this movie. When Dan O'Bannon went for a meeting, he saw the script lying there with his it's saying written by so and so. Based on the works by Dan and Banner, because what the fuck is this? No, you weren't supposed to see that. Whoops. Yeah. And then, like, it was a bit of a tour and throw from that for a bit until it goes, no, nah, it's written by him. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have uh, Ridley Scott joining on, and that was the biggest game changer for this movie. No actor wanted to touch this movie, they didn't know what to really think about it again sci-fi wasn't a big thing mm-hmm. no one liked sci-fi Star Wars was the main exception but I was like you want your horrors you want your westerns you want your gangsters you want your romance you want your comedies no one wants sci-fi Ridley Scott comes on board and he starts talking to people and that's when people get interested even um, it's more of like a B-movie right like, like yeah. a sci-fi B-movie yeah. until this yeah because that's what because the original plan was to have a small budget horror movie. Mm-hmm. That was the original plan for this movie. Uh, Ridley Scott comes on board and goes, no, we want a B-movie, but race it up to AAA. Yeah. We want to do everything we can with it. And that's when he would talk to guys like Harry Dean Stanton, who were given the script, rejected it, Ridley Scott came on board. And he even goes to him and goes, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of sci-fi movies. Ridley Scott, you know what? Neither am I. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's make the movie for us that we'd enjoy. That's so cool. And um, it's actually yeah. that's actually pretty dope. Like because when I was watching it, like you said, Star Wars, when the ship flies over the camera and all that mm. shit, I was like, "Fuck, this is this is a Star Wars shot." Yeah, it's hands down. It's also uh, one of the hardest visual effects to get at that point. Mm. Because I, I think the term is rotoscoping, what they did. I yeah. might be wrong. Rotoscoping. But what they had to do is they'd have to film three different plates to lay on top of each other. One was a model ship going. They'd reset everything at the exact same speed. One of a cutout of the ship going back to the same spot. And then one of just a blue screen going. They'd have to stitch all three of those together with the backdrop in there. And that was how they would create shots like that. If I'm thinking the, the same thing, it was like a big thing for like... Um... Uh, a uh, illustrator. He was like mm. a guy who made a bunch of movies. Ralph Bakshi. He did a lot of rotoscoping. Like he did Lord of the Rings as like a cartoon. He was a cartoonist. Yeah, yeah. And he did Lord of the Rings, and I think he did a lot of rotoscoping for that. If 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 we're thinking mm. the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a couple more notes for the making of this movie. Um, all right. So the original characters, all written as men. Really? It was a full seven male crew. Because again, it's a trucker vibe doing stuff like that. Later down the line, um, when you read the script for uh, the cast, where it's like Ripley, Dallas, Lambert, yada, 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 
I've got the what it said down here at the very bottom. It goes: the crew is unisex, and all parts are interchangeable for men and women. So they just opened up the entire casting. However, Ripley was never envisioned as a woman. Really? Ripley was always seen as a male character. Hmm. Until Ridley Scott and a couple of other executives got together, was like, you know what? Let's uh, get let's make uh, Ripley as a woman because we haven't really seen a female lead in the sci-fi. That's pretty cool. Let's make this unique. If we're going to make something special, let's make it special. Let's do this. Something that isn't normal. Like, isn't the norm at yeah. the time. Yeah. And uh, Sigourney Weaver, uh, she was 45 minutes late to her audition in wow. New York because she showed up at the wrong hotel. Oh, wow. Oh. Showed up at the wrong hotel, called her agent and goes, you know what? I'm not going to make it there on time. I'm going to be super late. I just won't do it. And he's like, just go for the audition. Just go in. I, said, I, I don't like the scripts and whatever. Like, no one was too keen on the script. And I was like, you know what? I, I just don't. Because go to the audition. Just see what happens. Shows up 45 minutes late. Walks in. As soon as she walks in, Ridley Scott's just like, yeah, that's Ripley. Jeez. Wow. Even when she was reading for the role and there was all that nervous energy there. It's like, yeah, you could just see past that, see through to the actors. There was still a bit of anxiety because this is her first feature film. That's Ripley. This is her first one. Yeah. That's wow. fucking awesome. Like, four minutes, like, I don't want to do this. Adrian, no, no, no. Just go see what happens. You never know. And then walk in the door. That's her. Yeah. Goes to show you out there, don't give up. Yeah. Don't give Honestly. up just when it thinks that it, just when you think that you're. It's the worst thing that yeah. could ever happen. Like, everything fucking just falls apart and you're like, oh my God. That's when you get the call. Yeah, if you're going through hell, keep going. Yeah, if you fucking if you fall down, get up and keep walking. Yeah. That's yeah, it. Keep, keep on pushing. Because yeah, even uh, Veronica Cartwright played Lambert. Uh, she originally auditioned for the role of Ripley. Did screen test for Ripley, didn't get it. Uh, got called back, went for another audition. Her agent goes, "Yeah, so that Alien movie, yeah, you got Ripley." So she's excited, ready to do it. Gets a call from costuming going, yeah, you're coming in for costuming for Lambert. No, I'm Ripley. No, we already cast Ripley. You're coming in for Lambert. <laughs> oh, that sucks. That oh sucks. Calls the agent. What's going on? Oh, I thought you were Ripley. I guess you got Lambert. Reads through the script. And she originally didn't like the role. Because, again, when you're watching it, she's crying a lot. She's hysterical a lot of the time. And then Ridley Scott to talk goes, yeah, you might read it that way, but also what your character is is a driving force for the audience. Mm-hmm. You are what we want the audience to be feeling. And that's your character's purpose, is you're trying to drive that emotion through. Yeah, you're connecting with the audience. Yeah. Fuck, that's a good sell. It's yeah. a good sell by fucking Ridley. Yeah. And uh, John Hurt also wasn't supposed to be in this movie. He originally auditioned for the role couldn't do it due to scheduling conflicts he was filming in South Africa then they hired another guy he became sick on day one diabetic didn't know couldn't do it because he had to sort all that out Ridley Scott then (laughs) talks to uh, John Hurt he had John Hurt's still like on the fence about it. Everyone, it sounded like everyone on this movie was fucking on the fence. They didn't want to do it yeah, until I don't they know, did it, man. and it's one of the most successful movies in history. Yeah, but even John Hurt and Ridley Scott were talking for hours on the phone. And eventually, John Hurt's like, "All right, so uh, 
when, when are we filming? Tomorrow, uh, we're filming, I guess it would be today at 7, guess. Alright, send the car, I'll be at the studio. <laughs> what wow. a stud! What wow. a stud, eh? eh? Alright, send the car around. Damn. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Hey, hey, hey. hey how's it going? Alright, let's make a fucking movie. Are you serious? Oh my god, yeah, what a goddamn stat. Yeah. I'm not so you know, keen on this movie. No, it's talk, let's think about man. Blah, blah, blah. You know, it sounds pretty good. When are you filming? Well, in like two hours. Fuck it, you know what? Bring the car. Tell 20th century they need to wreck a car here in 20 minutes. <laughs> or I'm leaving. Sitting there. You know, it's 1979. He's sitting with one of those fucking old phones. Right? The, like the, the rotary. The, rotary. Oh, the old fucking phone he's sitting there. He's going like this. Well, you tell him, uh, you tell him they send a car and maybe, uh, maybe we'll get it done. You know he's sitting there hacking dark with like a specialized yeah. table for that fucking, for that yeah. ashtray. And he's sitting there with that old, and it's like, it's like that old teal. Yeah. It's like this light. And it's yeah. that color and he's yeah, sitting yeah. there and he's going... Fuck, here we go. Click. I wonder if he tried to bluff. God, they won't call my bluff. I wonder if he's bullshit. God, and then like, he's like in the shower then, baby, what, your car's ready? Fuck. <laughs> it's like, okay, you know what? All right, give me two minutes. Imagine. Imagine being wanted that bad. All three of us are actors. Imagine the str- this struggle of like, fuck, man, I hope, they, I hope they like my audition. I hope they like me. Imagine. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Oliver, you're going to be in the next, like, biggest thing. And you're sitting there going, fuck, I... Guys, I don't know if I want to do this shit. Maybe. Like, I guess it's different, like, it's different places in the business. Because that kind of happened with Mark Ruffalo as well for uh, the Hulk. Kind of reversed, though. Because Kevin Feige called him and goes, yeah, we want you for the Hulk. Uh, So we just, we got a couple people in mind, we'll let you know. Goes... Okay. Mark Ruffalo has no idea what's going on. His agent calls him and goes, Yeah, so they're still thinking of you for the Hulk. They'll be announcing you for the Avengers at San Diego Comic Con. If they want you at 6 a.m., there'll be a car outside your door to take you to the airport. He's like, What? Because, yeah, if they, that's what happens. If a car doesn't show up, you didn't get it. How pissed are you at 6 a.m. when the car doesn't show up? Hey, I just got ready. I'm Mark Ruffalo. By the way, Ruffalo, what's up? Get on the pod. You're like, you're sitting there. You got your, all your hair done. You're like, shit, I got my hair cut. I washed everything up. I'm fucking... Nothing. You're standing out there waiting, and you're like this. Hmm. Maybe there's traffic. It's like, dude, not a fucking chance. Traffic doesn't mean anything to Marvel. You're like... How pissed? Oh, fucking... How fucking sad and pissed? Yeah. Because he also... I think he also went out to check the car knowing it wasn't there is what he was saying because he didn't... He knew... In his head, he was like, I know that car's not coming. But I'm just going to get up fly that one percent chance. It's not going to come. I'll be fine. Ah! (laughs) Right? Because you're like pissed but then when that car... Imagine you're out there, you're waiting, it's like... Fuck. Fuck. It's like 30 minutes late. Fucking Sigourney Weaver's the driver opens <laughs> up the door and like, sorry, wrong fucking house. 45 minutes late. Let's go, baby. What up? What is up? Honestly, You're the new Hulk. That would be, honestly, that would be just. 
I don't know why Sigourney Weaver's the taxi driver. Doesn't ask like why is she, but hey, because, you know, hey, fair enough. Was, I was just trying Respect. to tie it into 45 minutes yeah. late. It's all good. Okay. Honestly, that would, yeah, waking up, oh, it's not going to be there. Open the door. But you know, like, it's like, ah, it's not for me. It's like, oh, more girl flow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're here for you. And it's like, you know, drinking coffee, it's like, break. <laughs> coffee cup. It's like. Okay, so last, last fact I have about the making of this movie. Uh, right after Sigourney Weaver went in for audition and they were like, yeah, we want you. The test shoots they did was all on set. Isn't really? that a kick in the pants? <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. It's like, hey. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to contribute. I, I mean, it'll be intimidating for sure. Because apparently what he did was just a full walkthrough of the film. Holy was your fuck. test shot. That's pretty wild. Yeah, it, it was before everything was fully built, but they had the basic structure of everything there. Oh, so they can, yeah. yeah. How cool would that be? Like, how cool would it be to be the one of the people that were in the talks? Yeah. Cool like, it was yeah. suck, but it'd be like, holy hey. fuck, I was on the set of okay. Alien. Like, yeah. Okay, Grandma, I'm sure you were. <laughs> I was. It's like, why are you smoking goddamn, like, I don't know, like the fucking why do you Cruella have, Deville. <laughs> yeah, why do you have a Cruella Deville tip on your cigarettes? You're like, well, man. I was in the picture. <laughs> Grandma, why are you talking like you're from, like, 30s? Because I was a babe. I got me babe. Ew. <laughs> Grandma. Grandma, no, it's gross. It yeah. wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't me who got. <laughs> Fucking Norma Desmond, all this. Wasn't me. It was a bitch. It wasn't me. It was the pictures who got smaller. <laughs> the like, pictures oh. got smaller, not you, Grandma. Grandma, I think you had having one too many smokes. It's like, what the fuck are you doing, Grandma? You're like, it's my interpretive dance. I learned it from. You never saw those pictures, movie things. I was. I was in the silent pictures. Those were hard to act in. Oh, you act us now. Oh, shitty. Because you guys have to speak. I had to speak with my language. My, my, <laughs> I had to I, speak with my language. <laughs> I had to speak with my eyes and my body. Grandma, oh. that's, grandma that's called stripping. <laughs> you psychotic. Ew, Grandma. Why do you... Why, ew, why are you talking about stripping, Grandma? I wasn't a stripper. I was a showgirl. Same thing, Grandma. <laughs> I wasn't a stripper. I worked at the Gentleman's Club. So you were a stripper, Grandma. For gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave out the gentleman. The gentleman. But, uh, anyways, back to the... I was in a movie once. Grandma. <laughs> 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 what movie were you in? Um, I was in, uh, Debbie Does Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> I played, uh, Dallas. Have you ever seen Boogie Nights? <laughs> I was Julianne Moore's body double. <laughs> I was uh, actually I was in I was in I was in that movie. I played I played um Mark's uh, cack. You played who? Mark's cack. <laughs> I'm going in for a wardrobe fitting for Mark Wahlberg's cack. <laughs> hey, how's it going? I'm going in for. Uh... Hey, nice to meet you. Why? Nice to meet you. Hey, so we got this great role for you. What is it? It's you're playing. It's a you're playing a character. Um, you you're um, you're, you're Mark uh, Mark um, Marky Mark. Um. So, 
you're playing his um um what his buddy his friend his yeah his... yeah all three all three his you know his let's say you know his uh his best friend his little buddy in this case his big buddy yeah. And uh, we want you, we need you. I don't know. I, I read the script before. I, I Think about can't it. play that role. I don't know how to make the margaritas. No, 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 no. Sorry. No, I think you're thinking the wrong character. You're you're playing uh, Mark Wahlberg's, um, his uh, his one-eyed snake. I, I'm not following yet. Um, you're playing his, you know, his, his willy. What's that? Uh, it's his uh, his very large penis. Get the car up front. Twenty minutes we'll be in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we're finished with the movie Alien. Let's get into the conspiracy. Are aliens really there? Are we alone in the universe? Tucker, take it away. Okay. So I'm pretty sure that. Um, there's a lot of people who aren't skeptics about this. I mean, like we were talking about earlier in this this talk. I mean, the universe is ever expanding. There's millions and millions and millions of light years and galaxies and whatever the hell else you can think of in space. And a lot of people, the famous slogan is, you got to be stupid to think that we're alone in the universe. Yeah, and it's it's scattered all over pop culture. It's everywhere. Big trouble in little China. Friggin', you got to be some kind <laughs> think we're all alone in this universe but anyway i mean there's been multiple multiple sightings of ufos and and talks of being sucked up and whatever it is but um there has recently been you know a couple videos released from the pentagon them stating that hey we don't we don't know what the hell these things are we we can't tell you and i think it's three videos but the one that uh the one uh that uh, this guy's talking about. I don't know if it's one of the three or not, but his name is David Favor. He is, uh, so he was flying November 14th, 2004. It was a clear blue sky. There was no wind, and there was a little tic-tac randomly moving around. Uh, there was no evidence of propulsion, jets, nothing. He just saw it, and it was moving around sporadically. Um, so he's like, oh, what the hell? So they followed it. And they went back down, and the government told them, oh, yeah, we've tracked 10 of these in two weeks. They go up to 80,000 feet. They drop and hover at 20,000 feet for three hours, and then they go back up. They tracked 10 of them. Okay. This was in 2004, right? Oh, wow. So then, so he's like, he did a uh, Joe Rogan interview a while back, and he's like, the, the first thing that he wanted to do was fly it. He's like, oh, I want to fly that thing, right? True pilot. He's like... I've never seen anything like it. I want to fly this thing. Yeah. But uh, he um, he is not like, you listen to him talk. He's like, I'm not going to tell you that there's, you know, little green men and all that stuff. He's like, I don't know anything about that. But all I know is that that little TikTok there, that was uh, nothing like we've ever created. I can't tell you anything. But as far as I'm concerned, that didn't come from Earth. Yeah. I mean, there's tons of these stories. There's tons of them. You can you can look at you can pretty much search it up on Google and you can find just all these stories. But I mean, as far as I'm concerned, have we come in contact with aliens? You got to figure. You know, we're sitting here. We're we can hear a signal from a radio, 
all the way out in space. You think about it, we're on our phones, we're putting out podcasts, we're on YouTube, we're listening to radio shows, listening to music 24-7. It's blasting out into yeah. space. And uh, I was watching a guy talk about it. He's like, you don't have to worry about connection with extraterrestrials at all. Because all they have to be is a little bit more advanced than us. Yeah, Just true. a yeah, tiny bit. Honestly. You listen to radio, uh, like the radio uh, frequencies, frequencies and, and the stuff they use, the dishes. Like the huge yeah. satellite dishes. He's like, they get bigger every year. They get more sensitive. And they gain more light years. You yeah. can probably hear... I don't know for sure how how many, but they want to get out there. It's like you can hear little things. You could hear from another, you know, another solar system. Now, d- don't quote me because I'm not Neil deGrasse Tyson, but I mean, he's saying like, you guys are so worried about, you know, reaching out to them. He's like, you already have. If they all they have to be is that little bit more true advanced than us, because they can hear everything we're doing. And we've already sent it all out into space saying, hey, come on and check it out. Like, I think it was 76. 76, they sent out like a little thing trying to describe what life was like on Earth just by math equations and stuff. Yeah. So it's it's pretty interesting once you get into it. I mean, we're going to get into it a lot this month, but yeah. What do you guys think? Good, uh, Oliver? Well, I think based on that is, uh, like, sure, there's going to be something out there. Uh but also with the whole, we've already made contact. Not only do you have to take in where exactly did that contact reach, how many light years away are they, how, when are they going to get the message from the 70s. Also, you got to equate all of the stuff that is being sent out there from different radio stations, different that. We have so many different languages on this planet, all being sent out at the same time. If you're a foreign species and you're getting English, French, uh, Arabic, German, Afrikaans, Mandarin, all at the same time, you're trying to decipher this language. What goes where? You've got to figure that out first of all. Mm-hmm. Then you've got to figure out what everything's saying because there's a lot of language c- crossover, with, mm-hmm. especially with like English and French. Mm-hmm. Or English and German, I mean. And then you've got like the syllabic crossover between Mandarin and Cantonese. So you've also got to wait how long is that going to take for them to reach out? And then also vice versa. If we are able to receive contact where they've got a vast amount of language too, we've got to decipher all of that. We've got to do all of that. So I think there is out there, but from the point of us making contact to them or them making contact to us, there's still so many hurdles mm-hmm. that I don't think... The only film I can think about that has talked about it is Arrival. Mm-hmm. Because the whole film is about language barrier between human and this species. Have you seen the movie? No, I haven't seen it. Highly recommend it. Uh, Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner mm-hmm. are in this. And like it's just basically aliens arrive on Earth, humans freak out, we need to try and communicate. Government doesn't want to. That type of plot, but... That's pretty cool. Yeah. Because it's the language, and I think that's one of the main things we need to... Yeah, for sure. Focus on. Honestly. I think that's why they chose math. And yeah. Because I think, I think they, th- they thought that would be... Math is universal. Yeah, that's what they were thinking. Yeah. What? <laughs> ah. 
Uh, yeah, no, I. They're real, hundred percent. Mm. Absolutely, they're. Like I said, we're just, just too much. We're not. We're just one small little sliver of life in this whole universe. Absolutely, they're real. And uh, I actually was abducted once. Um, <laughs> so a story I don't like to talk about much. Oh, no. um, but uh, you know, today I'm feeling. I'm feeling generous. I'm, I'm going to share with you guys. So, uh, so uh, yeah. So one day I was walking home from uh, back in uh, Short Park, Alberta. Mm-hmm. I was walking home one day from. Uh, I was coming home from Seven Eleven, and uh, you know there was. Uh, I was basically crossing. You know, it was like one o'clock in the morning, right? Went for a stroll. It's safe, and uh, this. Uh, there was this van. That knew it. Oh, I, I knew, knew it. it was I knew it. I knew it. And uh, it stopped, and I just crossed the street because it's red light, and you know. And then later on, so you guys think I was getting abducted, like by a bad people? No, by an alien. Because then I was walking, and then I got sucked up by a tube. <laughs> yeah, like you like you know like uh like you know like have you guys, you know you seen Futurama, right? Yeah. Like you know like, the tubes they go into like travel. Yeah. It's like one of those things. Just. Me up. Okay. And oh, what the heck? And then the alien. Wait, wait, wait. When did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not like, not wait, like, wait, 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 wait. not like, yeah, like not like to the, but like. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, then um, you know, so I, uh, I was like, oh my god, like, what the fuck's happening? Right? I had my uh, you know ketchup chips and my Monster Energy drink because I am a fucking heathen, <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, so then I was uh, up there, and the aliens looked at me. I looked at them. And they were just so disgusted on what they picked up. They just dropped me back. I wasn't at all like... So you know how like, you know, like I wasn't even wanted by aliens. And uh, yeah, that was my, that's my story. Thank you for sharing. And um, also I was doing some thinking. Remember you said like all aliens that are, had been in any kind of like, you know, movie, TV show, whatever has been, this um, has been looked at as um, reptilian. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the Looney Tunes. Marvin the Martian. He's not reptilian. Well, you can't see his face. Yeah, he, he, you can. And also the um, the um, I forget his name, like the, the big, the hairy, the hair monster with the with the, with the big old clown shoes. Oh yeah, that one. And so you know. That's a reptile with hair. I win. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I know aliens are real, man. Aliens are real, man. I mean, the big thing for me is like. How, like, how fucking, how self-centered is it to say that we're the only thing? How self-centered is it? Also, how self-centered is it to think, hey, you know what? Out of everywhere on the planet, you're the fucking one that we're going to go to. Like, how how important do you really think that we are to other life? Shots of the U.S. Like, Like, that's what we like to think. What the fuck's an alien going to do? Like, every day, do we sit down and go... Fuck, dude, we should really try to contact that one fucking player. Well, it's like... Pluto. The dog? Uh, no, not the dog. I, actually, I know Pluto and him are boys. No, no, the, 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 the moon now, planet, whatever it is now. Dwarf, pl- dwarf planet? What? The dwarf planet, yeah. Little dwarfy. A little fucking digit. <laughs> the moon planet. Is that what you said? Probably. <laughs> I was like, the moon? <laughs> well, like, no, because like, it's a moon, not a planet. Oh. It's like a hunk of cheese. Have you guys seen Wallace and Gromit? Gromit? Yeah. yeah. No. Get the fuck out. Well, it's on on Netflix, so... Mercedes has the DVDs, too. Oh, nice. Yeah, we guys can buy some. You and your girlfriend. 
Enjoy her things for once. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, kidding. It's a joke. We cut that out. It's a joke. I'm here. I'm see, guys. I'm here to break barriers and really just do the hard hitting questions. So back to the alien talk. Uh, I was kidding. I hope you know. Yeah, yeah. See how he's pissed. So anyway, what I, I I think we should mention whenever we reference UFOs or type stuff like that, UFO does not equate to extraterrestrial. UFO just simply means unidentified flying object. If someone throws a frisbee in the air, you look at it, you don't know it's a frisbee, that is a UFO. Mm-hmm. And I th- I think that is going to have to be a big distinction whenever we get into topics like this. You just fucking cut cheese. <laughs> no, that was not me. That's a fucking unidentified flying object. That was right not me. Oh, okay. Who the fuck was it? Uh, one, one more thing. I don't know if we will ever get into the topic of this, but is there any films about the Nazi UFO project, Foo Fighters? I don't know. I know there's because I would love it. to talk about it. <laughs> I was straight to like. <laughs> Can we just listen to an album and then talk about it? I don't know. I think Dave Grohl said real shit here. That's where I was going with. I didn't know that was saying. Like, when you said Foo Fighters. And? Every time I hear Foo Fighters, all I can think of is fucking Christopher Walken. Ladies and gentlemen, now presenting Foo Fighters. (laughs) (laughs) Foo Fighters. Where does the the emphasis go on Foo Fighters? Oh, it goes on Fighters. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, Foo Fighters! <laughs> I fucking love that video. Oh, mm. fuck, it's hilarious. I haven't seen that. What? Mm. We're watching it after this ends. Should we end it? Should we, should we end it there? Alright. Alright, thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Cats with Tin Hats. This has been Oliver. What? And Tucker. And see you in the next one.